It's the last weekend to hit up the play going on at the KW Little Theater, and there is a ton of live music happening. So let's start things off with some local music now. This is a song from Friday Empire. They are a local pop rock duo that's going to be playing at the Yeti Bar on Friday night. This is their newest single, New Room. just heard New Room, the newest single from local pop rock duo Friday Empire. They're going to be playing at the Yeti Bar in downtown Kitchener on Friday night alongside Joshua Pasqua. The show is at 8 p.m. and cover is just $5. Now, if you're just tuning in, my name is Allison Dijak and you are listening to On the Scene on Midtown Radio. We had a little bit of technical difficulties getting on the air there, Uh, so you might have missed our little intro, but on the scene is Midtown Radio's show all about local arts and culture events happening around town. So over the next hour, we'll be giving you a whole rundown of some different events you can catch up on this weekend. And we'll also be chatting with two special guests, Lindsay Cameron, the owner of Goldie's Convenience, and Eric Moon, man of leisure, events host extraordinaire. We're broadcasting live on location tonight from Goldie's Convenience in downtown Kitchener, and we're hanging out up in the pink room. So if you happen to uh, be heading out tonight, 
come say hi and hang out with us here. It seems like a really, really fun place. So before we dive into our interviews tonight, let's chat a little bit about what's going on in KW this weekend. There's two events that I want to highlight for you here. So this is the last weekend to check out a hilarious and thought-provoking play that has been hitting the KW Little Theatre stage. The show is called Ali and Ali, The Deportation Hearings. And this show takes us back to 2008 and follows the story of Ali Hakim and Ali Abadwa, refugee entertainers from the fictitious war-torn country of Agrabah. Living in Toronto, but inspired by Barack Obama's new presidency, the two write a stage play to celebrate the new president's message of hope and change. While getting ready for the premiere of their new show, an RCMP officer arrests them for suspected financial ties to a supposed terrorist organization. Full of slapstick and comedy, the play explores what it means to protect the freedom of others. So this play is showing on Friday and Saturday night at 8 p.m. Doors are at 7 and tickets are $15 and can be bought on Eventbrite. So it's always great to support local theater, local actors, directors, and an independently owned business. So if you're looking for some theater this weekend, KW Little Theater is the place to be. I also said that dogs are taking over Kitchener this weekend. The dog-friendly KW holiday market is going to be all over downtown Kitchener on Saturday and Sunday. This is the first time that dog-friendly KW is hosting this large of an event. And it's going to be happening Saturday from 12 till 8 p.m. and Sunday from 11 to 4 p.m. There are going to be over 50 vendors and booths set up all along King Street, all the way from Water Street down to Ontario. So it's a huge stretch. I saw a map of it today and it is just a ridiculously large event. Super exciting. Dog Friendly KW uh, have a podcast on Midtown Radio. So it's really, really exciting to see them grow their business in this way and bring such a big dog friendly event to our city. There's going to be tons of great vendors for pet gifts, but also for human gifts too. Uh, Lots of live music and events happening. There's six different musical acts throughout the weekend. And there's also a beer tent with food. So in front of City Hall, you can listen to some music, get a drink from Short Finger Brewing or from Waterloo Brewing, or get some food from Odd Duck or The Civil. There's going to be lots of different events throughout the day, including a Pups and Poses yoga session, a dog-friendly stroll walking tour, and they'll be screening How the Grinch Stole Christmas in front of City Hall starting at 6 p.m. So this is a huge event you definitely don't want to miss out on if you love seeing cute dogs and if you want to get into the holiday spirit a little bit. If you want more information about it, you can check out their Instagram at dogfriendlykw or check out their website dogfriendlykw.com. So with all this talk of Christmas coming and supporting local artisans and vendors instead of some of the bigger box stores in town, it reminded me of this local Christmas song. So I'm going to break the rules a little and play a Christmas song before December. But this song is by Kitchener duo Lightheart and was released back in 2018. It's a beautiful song called Amazon Boxes. Christmas times are coming and I don't need a list I'm done with all my shopping, yeah, I got all my gifts Still I can shake the feeling that there's something I missed But everything is already shipped I'm having trouble getting in the spirit I'm looking for a special kind of meaning I knew the reason for the season long ago, but then I lost it. Christmas don't come in Amazon boxes. Yeah. The last minute office party and I'm hoping to find 
Something for Secret Santa under $9.99 I opened up a membership to Amazon Prime Cause they guarantee it gets here on time Still I'm having trouble getting in the spirit I'm looking for a special kind of meaning I knew the reason for the season long ago But then I lost it Christmas don't come in Amazon boxes Amazon Boxes by local group Lightheart here on On the Scene on Midtown Radio. Now, every week on On the Scene, we'll be bringing you an events rundown of all of the amazing live music, comedy shows, movies, and more that you can check out around downtown Kitchener and uptown Waterloo. We're going to start off with our music listings for the weekend. So here they are. At Bobby O'Brien's on Friday night, you can catch Jesse Weber at 8 p.m. At Descendants on Friday, they have Monday Morning Whiskey, also playing at 8 o'clock. The Duke of Wellington has two acts this weekend. Dana Kay and Howard Brown will be there Friday, and Zach Erickson will be there on Saturday. At Jane Bond, Saturday night, DJ Blood LaBelle will be there. Music starts at 10 p.m. And on Sunday at Jane Bond, you can catch the Tone Wheelers and the Jacks for an afternoon show at 3.30. The Jazz Room has two shows going on. Friday night, the Dave Thompson Quartet will be playing. And Saturday night, Paul DeLong's One Word show will be at 8 o'clock. At the Rich Uncle Tavern, you can catch Jesse T on Friday night. And at the Registry Theatre... The Sultans of Spring will be there on Sunday afternoon. At Strikers this weekend, Saturday night has Meg and Brady starting at 6 p.m. And lastly, at the Yeti Bar, Friday night, they have Joshua Pasqua with Friday Empire. And Saturday, they have Kotz and Einsoff at 8 p.m. If you want to catch any of those names or times again, you can check out our brand new website now, actually, on the scenekw.ca, and you'll be able to see all of those listings there. Now, tonight we are broadcasting from Goldie's Convenience. It is Queer Wine Night here every Thursday night. So we're super excited to be at Goldie's for the first time. We hear lots of chatter in the background, some fun music, and I'm excited to get a fun drink after I'm done hosting this show. On the Scene is proud to bring in local guests each week to be part of our show and share in discussing all that is happening in Waterloo Region's arts and culture scene. 
My first guest tonight is a local event host and entertainer. Eric Moon, tagline, man of leisure. An event host extraordinaire. If it's fun, he will host it. From karaoke to cornhole tournaments, bingo to board game nights, trivia nights, and more. Eric has been spreading the fun and welcoming vibes for 10 years around KW. Welcome to On The Scene, Eric Moon. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, how are you? I'm great. Yeah, really busy. Yeah, well, that's good. You should be busy as a as an entertainer. <laughs> this year, especially after the pandemic, it's been great. Yeah, good. I'm so happy to hear that. Um, so we were lucky enough to catch you before you head off to a gig this evening. At 8 p.m., you start Simpsons Trivia at AOK in downtown Kitchener. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. we've been doing that for three months now. Uh, one of many things that we do there. Yes, I love it. So listeners out there... If you want to head over to AOK at 8 o'clock, there's going to be some fun Simpsons trivia. Are you a big Simpsons nerd? I am a huge Simpsons nerd. <laughs> I grew up on The Simpsons. So yeah. the trivia that we do is mostly classic, kind of geared towards millennials. So yeah. seasons 1 to 11, Simpsons right now is on, I think, season 33. So oh there's, my. there's a lot <laughs> past there. So we try to stick to just the original stuff that yeah. a lot of people grew up on. I love it. My brothers and I, I have three older brothers. When we were growing up, like for like a car game or something, we used to play the Simpsons game, which was us listing as many Simpsons characters as we could think of without having anyone repeat one. And like if you repeated one, you know, we'd all, I don't know, you wouldn't really be out. We'd just get mad at each other. But that was a game that we could play for quite some time, honestly. There's a lot of Simpsons characters. There's yeah. there's so much to draw on for trivia questions. Yeah, I love it. So uh, I'm going to be honest, I don't know a ton about, you know, what it might entail to be a trivia host. What goes into getting ready to host a trivia night? Like, how are you putting the questions together or choosing categories or different like styles of rounds what does it all entail well so um, my career before being an event host was an instructional designer mm -hmm. uh, it was something that uh, I've done for about 15 years and during the pandemic I decided to leave that career uh, to do something more fun and uh, life-affirming kind of yeah. one of the people in the great resignation as they called it <laughs> uh, to sort of redefine uh, what I wanted to do with my life and so I moved upon event hosting, which I had done as a hobby for mm -hmm. quite some time and decided to give that a go as a professional gig. So uh, a lot of the skills that I used as an instructional designer actually apply to event hosting and design. Mm -hmm. uh, for one thing, I used to write test questions for colleges and universities. Ah. So that translates really well to writing trivia questions because it's, you know, a lot of good trivia question is uh, is not just uh, a difficult, but you should have a question that leads the person to the answer. You should have distractors, which are the wrong answers, mm -hmm. that you know can help them eliminate them. So a lot goes into writing the trivia. Um, I use uh, a number of different methods depending on where I'm hosting. Mm -hmm. um, but for Simpsons Trivia, we use uh, a program that allows people to answer on their phones. Oh, cool. And so it's a lot more interactive. It's le less analog than writing on a pen and paper. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit more you know, fun and exciting. So mm -hmm. so it takes a lot of work to, to set up. I do all my own tech. Uh, I create the content. And then I do the hosting. So it's really kind of an all-around job where you have to kind of do every single thing yeah so but it's quite rewarding and it's really fun when people show up and they have a good time and that's really what I'm what I'm here for of course yeah what sort of got you into doing it like as a hobby to start what drew you to wanting to become a trivia person or like an events host well um, I liked to attend events mm -hmm. and uh, when I started uh, when I moved here from Toronto about 10 years ago mm -hmm. um, there wasn't a whole lot of, of events happening in the region. And so I started to do things that I would want to attend. That's kind of my, my uh, standard for doing an event is like, is this something that I would want to go to and yeah. hang out and have fun at? And so that's kind of my, my guiding principle behind the events that I do mm -hmm. um, and kind of filling that niche because I'm a Leo. So, you know, if nobody's doing the thing, I'll do the thing. <laughs> so that everyone can have fun and then I get the glory for it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Do you do you remember your very first event that you hosted? 
Ooh, like well, in a public it, setting, not just like for friends or something? It would have been a long time ago. I uh, used to run Nerd Night, which was uh, okay. a monthly event. That was one of my first events. Probably a Nerd Night was my first event. Uh, it was basically sort of like TED Talks with beer, you know? Oh, was it was at the museum? A museum um, and at bars at various places. Okay, we we cool. moved around a lot, yeah, so that was that was my first thing for sure. Yeah, we we haven't done that one for a while, but it was uh, basically we would get people from the community to come in talk about uh, different things that they are an expert about that they're a nerd about, mm-hmm. um, whether or not it's you know scientific or like as a hobby or pop culture, whatever whatever they're passionate about. So that was probably my first gig, and cool. we did that for about eight years, about until the pandemic. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, so, you know, getting into sort of those different style of events. In addition to trivia, you host karaoke, bingo, rock band nights at AOK, um, these different kind of like board game or theme nights. Um, what do you kind of hope to create for participants when you're doing these events? I know you said, you know, you want them to be happy. You're kind of filling this niche. Like, what do you feel like this region needs when you're when you're making these events? Well, definitely community is an aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, through doing events, I personally have made so many friends, um, which I think is fantastic. And especially among the queer community. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, being a queer person myself, I really like to have events where people know that there is a safe space uh, and that they can just be themselves and have fun. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's really something that's important to me. Um, and the community, I think, in, in downtown Kitchener, and, and Waterloo as a region as a whole, I think, is, mm-hmm. again, coming from Toronto, it's much smaller, <laughs> yeah. but it's big enough that, it, that there's things going on. Yes. And so having, you know, getting to know people and showing up, for instance, here at Goldie's, which is my local watering hole, mm-hmm. uh, and seeing people that, you know, I, I see every week here. Um, because they're regulars, it's really that sense of community that that I really I really value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I think that the more that these different venues are like opening up to like event nights, drag nights, bingo nights, trivia nights, like they're just sort of able to like yeah open their doors to more people, bring in like a different crowd of people that maybe wouldn't have thought of of going somewhere like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Or for people who are just starting to get out again and, Mm -hmm. you know, being careful about, you know, how often they go out. I, you know, spent most of pandemic uh, in my basement, basically, you know, quarantining and isolating. And so getting out this year and, and being able to put on events that, you know, people have been isolated for so long from social contact, from all these things, uh, Mm -hmm. it's really rewarding to be able to provide that for people when they're they're just they're just starting to come out again from this long you know long winter as it were and yeah. uh, and and do things that make them feel alive totally yeah and we really appreciate that you're able to create that safe space as well for people and you know the queer community or other marginalized groups that might yeah might feel tentative about not knowing what spot to go to that they're going to be able to just like relax and and enjoy themselves right or meet other people that they're hoping to hoping to meet uh, as well so yeah wonderful really really exciting um so i'm seeing on your calendar you go to a lot of different places uh descendants a-ok lobster burger bar even Mm -hmm. uh the apollo cinema I know we don't like to pick favorites, but do you have a favorite spot or like a favorite event that's kind of like, oh, that one always like jazzes me up for the week or something? I would have to say Rock Band at AOK, which we do every (laughs) every Thursday aside from the last Thursday of the month, which is today, which uh, we do Simpsons Trivia at. But Rock Band is a a love and a hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. I've been playing the game for probably 12 or 15 years. Love it. And I uh, I actually code songs myself to put in the database in the in the game. What? So I, I didn't even know you could do that. Most That's people so don't. Cool. It's it's very niche, but when people show up and they they may have played rock band in their college years or their high school years totally. or whatever and they they remember they pick it up and they remember how to play and there's all these songs that maybe have come out even this year because I put the songs in fairly regularly. Uh, um, that one I find is really fun, especially for people who aren't big fans of karaoke. Yeah. Because it's like karaoke, but you have a whole band behind you. So the pressure kind of takes the pressure off the singer. Yeah. And so that's one that I, I really love sharing the joy of rock band because I'm, I'm a gamer. Um, 
and Rock Band is is probably one of my biggest loves as far as video games go. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, okay, if you could make like a dream event in town next year or in a few years or in an imaginary world, what would it entail? Like what would the theme Ooh. be? What's the venue? What's like the game or the entertainment? What's kind of like the dream Eric Moon That's event? a great question. <laughs> I think probably what I, what I think the region actually needs mm-hmm. is a good, well-run, uh, large convention of the type of pop culture cosplay, all that sort of thing. Mm, uh, yeah. in, in my 20s, I did a lot of cosplay. And that was, that's a really fun community to part, be part of. And it's very creative. Uh, and showing off your costumes at a convention is yeah. really fun. And with Fan Expo at Toronto in the summer, it's it, that's one of the biggest ones, I think, in North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really have a convention here of any major size. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that uh, were I given, you know, unlimited budget and, uh, and uh, whatever venue I chose, I would probably try to put something on like that. Nice. Oh, well, we'll manifest that for the future in KW. Thank you. <laughs> okay, last question I have to ask. Is Broadway karaoke coming back to Goldie's Convenience? Because I was away that weekend and I really wanted to attend. Uh, I think we'll have to have that yes. because I love musicals. <laughs> I love Broadway. Me too. And it's perfect for karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, we did that and we did Disney karaoke as well yes. uh, as a special one. So we'll, we'll probably do another one soon. Fantastic. I will certainly be keeping an eye out for that. And listeners out there, uh, if you want to follow along with any of Eric Moon's events and adventures uh, where can they find out more about what events you're hosting well i have a link tree that generally has all of my events uh i mostly advertise through my instagram because mm-hmm. that's the way the kids do it these days <laughs> so uh, you can find me there but you can go to link tree uh and search for man of leisure link tree uh i think is link tr.ee slash man of leisure and you can find all my events there Excellent. Well, thank you so much. So wonderful to chat with you. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for all of your events as well. Thank you so much, Allison. (laughs) Thanks. Well, we're going to keep things going with uh, one more song here. This is from local artist Clarissa Diocno. She'll be performing at the dog-friendly KW Holiday Market this weekend. And this is her song, Wake Up Call. Take some patience and honesty, just you 
by local artist Clarissa Diocno. She's going to be performing at the dog-friendly KW Holiday Market this weekend, uh, Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. in front of City Hall. So you can bundle up and catch her there if you're interested. Now, earlier in the show, we gave you a listing of the music events going on this weekend. We're going to give you the rest of that events rundown now with all of the arts and culture happenings in KW. So this weekend in festivals and markets, there are a ton of holiday markets starting up in town at Catalyst 137 in Belmont Village. On Saturday, they have the wonderfully made holiday market at 10 a.m. featuring handmade and local artisans full of all things festive. There is free admission, free parking, and free swag bags to the first 50 guests. At the Kitchener Farmer's Market in downtown on Saturday morning, they'll be hosting the Winter Artisan Market from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. A ton of different vendors, local restaurants as well, and a visit from Santa and Mrs. Claus. At the Sunday Studio in downtown Kitchener on Saturday, Thrifty Witch Co. is hosting a night market. You can join join the Thrifty Witch Collective for her first Sip and Shop event here in downtown Kitchener. There is free admission and we're going to keep the Halloween vibes going with some costumes, so costumes are strongly encouraged. At Sugar Run on Sunday, you can catch their Sip and Shop Vintage Sweaters and Espresso Martinis event. There's going to be unique and sustainable holiday gifts, men's and women's vintage clothing, and tons of great drinks. At Victoria Park, they have a very merry Indigenous art market put on by I Am Kitchener, an Indigenous-led art market collective featuring local Indigenous artists and creators. That's going to be on Sunday from 12 to 4 p.m. at the Victoria Park Pavilion. In films this weekend at our independent cinemas, at the Apollo in downtown Kitchener, you can catch Smile, Anaconda, Drunken Cinema Edition, Willow, Poser, Sin City, and Triangle of Sadness. The Princess Original in Uptown Waterloo is screening The Menu, and The Princess Twin is screening The Fablemans, The Banshees of Inertiaen, and Lunatic. And lastly, on the stage this weekend, Descendants has another edition of Sparkle Party Drag Bingo hosted by Crystal Quartz on Saturday night. KW Little Theatre has Ali and Ali, the deportation hearings on Friday and Saturday. And lastly, the Rich Uncle Tavern has a drag night on Saturday starting at 8 p.m. If you want to catch any of those names or times or info again, you can head to our brand new website, onthescenekw.ca. At the top of the site, you'll see a tab, uh, different tabs for comedy, stage, music, and festivals and markets listings. You can click, click on each tab and check out all that's going on in the city. 
Now, our next guest is Lindsay Cameron, the owner of Goldie's Convenience, where we've been broadcasting live all night. Goldie's Convenience is a natural wine bar and bottle shop in downtown Kitchener, right on Queen Street. And they just celebrated their one-year anniversary back in September. They're now home to regular queer wine nights, drag and tarot nights, brewery and winery spotlights, and more. So welcome to On the Scene, Lindsay Cameron. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing this week? What's been happening at Goldie's Convenience these past couple days or past couple weeks? Well, we just did karaoke Tuesday this week. We Love do that it. every Tuesday as well. Um, and it was fun and busy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, it's been about over a year now since Goldie's opened its doors. What drew you to wanting to open a wine bar and bottle shop in downtown Kitchener? Hmm. I moved out here for university mm -hmm. and I fell in love with Kitchener once I moved to Kitchener from Waterloo. Mm -hmm. um, and I've been in this industry since I was about 16. So working uptown at a lot of restaurants kind of inspired me to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. And then through working for a whole bunch of other different people, this whole concept kind of came together. Trying yeah. to create something that didn't exist here totally. already. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree that Goldie's is like such a unique spot. I remember when I started seeing like the social media presence, it's like, what? This is in Kitchener? Like, this looks like it would be in Toronto or like Alora or something. Like, I'm so happy that this is in downtown Kitchener. Well, though. thank you. <laughs> Uh, we do have some great photographers mm -hmm. who help our Instagram. For out. sure. Yeah, Brent who works here and then a good pal Ryan King does a lot of our photos. So I Amazing. think that really helps. Yeah, it, make, a lot. it makes a big difference, honestly, to be able to display things in a really beautiful way or uh -huh. really intriguing way. Like it, it just makes you want to come visit the place, right? So, well, that's what we're going for. Yeah. So I'm glad that it's connecting. <laughs> it's working. Um, I have to ask, was the teal tile here before you moved in or was no. that a new addition? No, I chose the teal tile. I yep. love it. My yep. husband would know that like, I, I love that color. Like if my house could look like the inside of Goldie's, I would probably choose that, I Thank think. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted so much tile, but that was just the one thing I was pretty obsessed with. And blue is kind of a calming, nice color. So mm -hmm. yeah, it all worked out. Kind yeah. of gives a public pool from the 60s <laughs> I didn't kind of energy. That. Yeah. Yeah, but I like that. Who didn't like going swimming when you're younger? <laughs> exactly. It's so fun. And now you can drink wine there instead. So Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to describe Goldie's in three words, what uh, what words would you use to describe all that Goldie's convenience is? Welcoming, mm -hmm. unique, and fun. I love it. Yeah, I feel like I would use similar words as well. And this is only my first time here, and I'm already feeling those, well, those vibes. Thanks. <laughs> well, I have to say several of the guests that we've had on the show this season have uh, either shouted out Goldies on their episode, or we've just gotten like talking about it before or after the show. And definitely I'm hearing those words, like it's a welcoming place, it's a fun place, it's super unique. And a lot of them honestly say that it's like a really magical place. Um, they're just like, oh, it's just like this magical like energy that's in there. What do you think contributes to like the magic of this place? I don't know. A lot of hard work, probably. Mm -hmm. For sure. <laughs> to start. Um, I think a lot of the staff that work here mm -hmm. help contribute to that energy. They're all very welcoming and they're excited and excited to show you the new things that we have because we're always trying to keep things fresh for mm -hmm. them too um yeah, yeah i think I it's just it. the people who work here just work really hard to make it that totally mm -hmm. yeah definitely well outside of the pink room that we're in right now i can hear lots of chatter going on some fun music um Tonight, folks, you are celebrating Queer Wine Night. Mm -hmm. Now, I know this started as kind of a one-off, then a monthly event, and now it's a weekly event. So tell us a little bit about how that all evolved. Um, there was just, I feel like, 
All I heard from everybody once we started doing it was how grateful they were because there aren't very many queer spaces in mm-hmm. Kitchener-Waterloo anymore. Uh, I know there used to be yeah, a really, really great scene. Um, so just seeing the turnout once a month really kind of inspired us to make that every week. Definitely. It doesn't have to be a big event mm-hmm. every week, right? We usually try and do something special once a month, but just knowing the group that's going to be here on Thursdays is going to be, you know, your queer pals, or you could potentially meet somebody new if you're new to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's Definitely. nice to have that. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, like you said, I feel like there aren't a lot of queer spaces in downtown Kitchener or uptown for that mm-hmm. matter. Also, like, club renaissance closed and then we were kind of left with just like you know a lot of businesses that are like very welcoming very inclusive or they're holding events like a drag night or a pride event but yeah to my knowledge there isn't really a space that's like okay year round weekly we're having this queer night we're going to like go out of our way to make sure that people know that this is like a safe queer space Mm -hmm. so most of the staff is queer here so Mm -hmm. it just kind of was inspired by them as well yeah which is fun love it well very very special to have that now as part of the downtown kitchener community for sure thank Um, you so i've I've looked at a lot of the different events that you've had over your first year uh, in business do you have one event or like a moment at an event that sort of stood out for you in this first year i know there's been so much that's gone on but is there something that it was like, ah, this is the vision, like this is what I wanted this place to be? I honestly feel like the events weren't even a part of the plan mm-hmm. originally. So just sort of seeing that they're working out is really, really nice. <laughs> and it has sort of a draw. Yeah. Um, the first tarot and drag night was pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. I was here as a guest, so I got to really experience it fully and I know they were very happy and had a lot of fun so it was an amazing time never forget that one for sure hopefully we'll do more we'll see yeah but karaoke is also quite fun and interesting yeah I've heard that like Tuesday karaoke is just this is the place to be (laughs) on a Tuesday of all days yep but it does there's a lot of regulars who show up and a lot of first time karaoke people, mm-hmm. karaoke-ers, I guess, <laughs> I don't know, um, who come in and have a great time. Nice. I love it. So I was nice. saying to er- to Eric in the first half of the show that I was very sad to miss out on Broadway karaoke and uh, Disney karaoke. I was away those weekends, and I was very, very sad. So I hope that they're coming back. <laughs> well, we don't discriminate, and you can do any song that you want at Ooh, karaoke. There's no there rules. regular Broadway song. Oh, and regular absolutely. Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show is like a really big, big popular one. Nice. Um, and basically every week somebody does a Disney song. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So oh. maybe, maybe we'll throw another one in the mix. Yeah. Musical karaoke. <laughs> I love it, though. I'll have to come out to the Tuesday night karaoke yeah. and just rock some Wicked or, I don't know, something from my high school theater kid days. <laughs> yes. What would be your song of choice? Um, ooh, Honestly, I always used to, like, I would use this as, like, an audition song for, like, school musicals and stuff. I would sing... Um, Good Morning Baltimore from Hairspray. Little yes. Tracy action. <laughs> yes. That was always a fun one. I was like very obsessed. I'm still obsessed with musicals, but that was always a good one. <laughs> I'm also obsessed, and I hope I'm here when you do that song. I love it. We'll make it happen sometime before the end of 2022. Deal. <laughs> do Deal. you have a, a karaoke song? Do you get involved with Ooh. the karaoke mm-hmm. when you're here? It's kind of a bit more nerve-wracking because I feel so responsible for everybody here and I want them to have a good time so I try and stay out of it but um, I have a friend who requests some duets sometimes so we did Janet Jackson this week Nice. I think it went okay (laughs) but not every week yeah there's usually a lot of people who sign up and we got to get through everybody make sure they all get their totally I feel that I feel that well uh, are there any other plans for different events or anything that you're hoping to bring to Goldie's 
um, over the holidays or plans for 2023? What, what do you think that'll look like? Hmm. <laughs> well, holiday season is here, mm-hmm. as is all the wine for holiday season. Yeah. So we're just going to do a couple um, wine club nice. tastings, which is something we did when we first opened. But after the lockdowns, uh, at the I guess earlier this year, mm-hmm. it was hard to keep the same inventory going. So now that things have, I guess, normalized in the, yeah. a little bit of a way, we have a lot more wine and it's fun to do specific tastings for people and different options for first chances on bottles mm-hmm. and new things that we get in. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be starting the wine club up again nice. before the end of the year Yeah, or next exciting. year. <laughs> soon <laughs> we'll see that's awesome well we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing what goldie's convenience comes up with next it seems like such a beautiful place and i'm excited to spend some time here this evening grab a drink after the show and take in all the magic <laughs> well we're happy to have you yeah well thanks so much for chatting with us Lindsay. it was great to hear more about the story of goldie's and uh, all that it's about thank you thanks Well, we're going to play you one more song tonight, listeners out there. And we're going to give a shout out to our guest that was on the show last week, local professor, but also folk artist and author, Henry Adam Sveck. He is at the Waterloo Public Library tonight, sharing some songs from his book, Life is Like Canadian Football and Other Authentic Folk Songs. Uh, This is one of his older songs, All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark And sometimes in the light Cats, they're like a flower Called Lily of the Small and sweet, and there are so many. All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark Sometimes in the light Cats, they're like a river Flowing through the They bend and they fall And they came from something And cats, they're like a movie In the theater They And there is an ending All cats are gray in the dark All cats are gray in the dark All cats are gray in the dark Sometimes in a light 
cats there like a fruit called peaches soft and sweet and they can carry diseases Cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark. All cats are gray in the dark. And sometimes in the You just heard All Cats Are Gray in the Dark, an original folk tune written by local musician and author Henry Adam Svek. Well, we're almost at the end of our show tonight, but before we head out, I want to give one more shout out to the dog-friendly KW holiday market that's happening this weekend because Midtown Radio is going to be there and Midtown Radio is actually going to be broadcasting throughout the entire market on Saturday and Sunday. So from 12 to 6 p.m. on Saturday and then 11 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, if you tune into Midtown Radio, you'll actually just hear a, a mix of some different sort of acoustic, cozy, easygoing songs. And we're also going to pull out a bit of holiday music um, that kind of have that nice holiday market vibes. So we're going to be there with a table playing Midtown Radio. And then a bunch of different vendors actually throughout downtown will also have speakers. So anywhere you go on King Street from Ontario Street to Water Street, right in front of that city hall area, you'll be able to hear all local musicians, local holiday music, local coffee house music, all of that great stuff. So regular programming during this time is going to be kind of shifted to some different times throughout the day. So you might want to double check our schedule if you're used to catching your favorite shows on Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Instead, you can catch some great holiday music. Well, that is all the time we have now for On the Scene tonight. Thank you so, so much to our sponsors, the Downtown Kitchener BIA and the Uptown Waterloo BIA for supporting this show week to week and allowing us to make this happen. On the Scene is produced by Danielle DeVoe, Matt Rappolt, Derek Rydell, and myself, Allison Dijak. A special thanks to my guests, Eric Moon, Man of Leisure, and Lindsay Cameron, owner of Goldie's Convenience. We've been broadcasting live on location from Goldie's Convenience here in downtown Kitchener all night long, and I'm super excited to hang out a little bit after the show and take in all of that Goldie's magic. You can tune in next week for another show highlighting all of the great arts and culture events happening around town. If you ever have events that you want to submit to us or you want to get in touch in any way, you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Midtown Radio KW, or you can email us at MidtownRadioKW at gmail.com. Now, if you stay tuned in to Midtown Radio, coming up next, you'll hear a music block of new local music. This is a collection of Midtown Radio's most recent additions to our local music library. Well, we will chat with you next week. We'll be chatting with a bunch of great local artists coming up next week. And for now, take care. Have a great night. And we'll see you next week for On The Scene.